Hey there, this is Terry Cowley, weekday breakfast presenter on 1FM Shepparton. Thanks for checking out this podcast. It was recorded live as part of The Brecky Show, which you can catch 6 to 9am Monday to Friday. This is the time of the week where we put our council spot on and to talk to us today is Greater Shepparton City Council's Manager of Active Living, David Booth, who's going to tell us about a number of things, including the new recovery hub that's just been set up. Good morning, David. Morning, Terry. How are you? How are listeners? Very well, thank you. I hope you are too. Uh, yeah, it's been a busy two or three weeks. But, I bet. Um, uh, we're, getting, we're getting through it. Recovery is a little bit more on our terms. The emergency, we have to deal with what's presented, but uh, a little bit more on our terms now. So we feel like there's a bit more control coming to the situation. That's good. Tell us about this recovery hub at the Senior Citizen Centre. So I guess what we've seen in the last few weeks is there's been a real clear focus on people wanting to clean up, um, connecting with uh, government assistance and also things like insurance and also, um, you know, there's lots of support available. So at the appropriate time, the standing up of a recovery hub, which opened at the Senior Citizens Building yesterday, becomes really timely. Um, we had a growing number of services and agencies who were wanting to provide face-to-face support for affected uh, residents and, and they were, uh, up until yesterday, attending the recovery as a relief centre at the McIntosh Showgrounds and that was probably becoming too busy uh, where that, that site really is still accommodating uh, about 50 people who have accommodation crisis at the moment. So, so the recovery hub opened really successfully yesterday. We had about 120 people attend. Uh, there were 20 different agencies or government services, uh, and including um, sh- insurance companies, providing face-to-face contact. And, um, and the, the, the interest shown by impacted residents was, as expected, quite high. So uh, it worked really well yesterday. Yeah, I was, I was talking earlier to Max of the Shepherd and News and I was saying, you know, there's, it really would help with the mental load that people are facing to just go in and kind of have a one-stop shop. Yeah, look, and that, that, that the, the, the trauma caused by a flood emergency, obviously, like many things, varies from person to person. Um, some, people, some people really get great um, emotional support by, by just the act of cleaning their house up or cleaning their house out, um, notwithstanding the damage that's caused. But, you know, um, flood-impacted furniture and floor coverings and so forth can be traumatic. So, you know, there's been a real focus, as you've, as you've seen, of, of the cleanup process, but then Red Cross and Victorian Council of Churches, Salvation Army, who have been strong partners in that psychosocial support over the last three weeks, um, the Red Cross are also present at the uh, recovery centre, and I guess everyone there is briefed um, to the importance of lending a, a, a lending an ear and uh, hearing people's stories, and then ultimately trying to assist in a practical way, but also an emotional way. So. Does this mean the relief centre is going to be closing? Uh, look, we're, we're, we're certainly working with government and local agencies at a solution that would, that would see the closure of the relief centre. In the immediate aftermath of a, of a, of a natural disaster, whatever flavour, um, people are displaced from homes and the need for a relief centre particularly provides shelter, uh, food and um, very short-term assistance. But it's not sustainable um, in any way. Yeah, we, we, we don't pride ourselves on providing comfortable accommodation. 
um, you know, it's operating out of a of an otherwise um, uh, you know event venue. So we, we we know that over the medium to longer term, there needs to be a more uh, a more permanent housing solution. Um, that's challenging. You know, before the flood, there was there was there was challenges in terms of accommodation for many individuals and communities. That's been exacerbated by uh, this event. I think uh, Celia Adams from Beyond Housing yesterday was citing that they'd had. I think 280 additional contacts for housing relief uh, following the floods, um, and that's that's a product of of people who I guess in any event you'll have homeowners with or without insurance, you'll have people who are renting, you'll have people who already had were suffering housing disadvantage before the floods, whether they be living in short term caravan park accommodation or in fact um, rough sleepers on the river. There's a real mixed bag of accommodation needs, but the uh, Emergency Relief Centre was never seen and never intended to be a long-term accommodation option for people. Our challenge continues to be working with government and agencies to find a more sustainable accommodation option. Uh, when we do that, the Relief Centre um, will will certainly close. It's an enormous draw on resources, can I say, also. You know, it runs 24 hours a day, so... Council staff are running, you know, at, at its peak we had 108 council staff every day servicing the six relief centres that were open and now we're down to, uh, now we're, you know, we're running three rosters of four staff members 24 hours a day. So it's, it's, it's a draw on everyone's resources including councils and, and we need a more sustainable solution for accommodation. Mm, that's a big impact. I mean, when you talk about council's resources, that's really, you know, our resources as residents and ratepayers, isn't it? Mm. And yeah, it, it, as you say, it's uh, it's not it's not sustainable forever. Now, um, when the water was coming up, um, we always knew that Aquamoves, that that area there, was going to be one of the first um, areas affected. But I, I couldn't have imagined that we would l- literally see the outdoor pool submerged. And uh, yeah, it was just. It was incredible scenes and that grassy knoll almost disappearing. Um, I know not everyone is a swimmer or a gym person, but Aquamoose is a real community hub, isn't it? So if you can give us a bit of an update on what's happening there, and it sounds as though it's going to be another um, another draw of resources as things are repaired there. Yeah, it is, and, and it, it's a bit sad. I must admit, my, yeah, my substantive role, I look after Aquamoose and the sports stadium, kids down and outdoor pools, our activities in the park program. Aquamoves is, is, um, is pretty injured at the moment. It, it, it was, it was uh, surrounded by water. The, the Aquamoves main building did not have water above floor, but the, 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 um, the pump well, so all the circulation pumps uh, which service the, the water, were, they're, in a, they're in an underground pit, I guess, concrete well. And that well was inundated with water, um, and there was water around the pool shell, albeit underneath the, the floor. So all the pumps of the indoor pool uh, were inundated and um, and have been impacted. So they've all been taken out and um, and have been dried and, and assessed for damage before being reinstated. Um, as, and obviously, you will have seen the, the images, the aerial images. Um, the, the whole side of Aquamoose was completely um, engulfed in water. Uh, we're still pumping water from the outdoor, the outdoor environment. The, the pool, you can see, you can see the Raymond West pool again. But there's there's large pockets of water that's that's um, 
that's in low spots, so we have to pump that off the site. And Tom Collins Drive has still got water across it as of yesterday. And as, also as of yesterday, half of the car park, well, there was the western side of the car park immediately outside Aquamoves was, um, had water on it. And yesterday the river came up slightly and so that water has extended into most of the car park again. So, um, we've got teams in there. Um, we've, we can, we can access via the, the north end caravan, uh, sorry, the south end caravan park. So we've had staff in there this week starting the, the process of, of clean up and assessing, I guess, what it's going to take to reopen Aquamoves. The indoor, the indoor facility is probably more likely to open before the outdoor facility. We did take pumps out of the outdoor pool. Um, the gas boilers were, were unable, given the, the rapid rise of water, were unable to be removed, but we did, um, we did make efforts to wrap them and protect. You know, our, our aim is to try and minimise the damage as much as possible. The Raymond West um, building, the, the, you know, the older building, um, we lifted as much as we could, so the swim club rooms and, and my offices in, in that area, we lifted everything up, but it had about 70 centimetres of water go through that building. And, um, and so we're, we're, I guess we're undertaking very similar activities to, unfortunately, many residents um, of, of, of removing carpet and, and you know, working with our insurance company to, um, to make sure that we can start the repair process. But the clean-up process is enormous. There is, there's mud and residue really in and around and in every crevice. So it's, um, it's, going, to be a, it's going to be quite a large job to do. Such unfortunate timing with the outdoor pool having just opened for the summer season. Yes, yeah, and 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 opened early, you know, because of the because of the heating system that council put in a couple of years ago. Yeah, you know, we're opening in October instead of perhaps uh, mid November. So you know, and and can I say, Aquamoves, we just had an open day, and on the back of um, a number of initiatives, Aquamoves was genuinely coming back to life after COVID. We'd had over 100,000 visits in the first three months of the financial year and it was genuinely starting to feel and look like the old Aquamoves. Uh, look, I'm very sorry to, about that, David. It must be a bit heartbreaking for yourself yeah. and others, um, but you will get there. You don't have a time frame yet, though, do you? Look, um, I, I couldn't imagine it'll be in the next, um, you know, in November. Like, I, gen I probably last week I said, look, the indoor pool, I think, would be a, at least a month away. Um, you know, there are some practical things that we need to do. I guess it's somewhat subjective to, or subject to how the river drops. Um, yeah. You know, you actually can't access Aquamoves at the moment. So we've got plenty of work going on to, 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 to rectify the situation. Um, and, but, but it, you know, we really can't put a time frame on, but it won't be next week. You know, I'd imagine it'll be at least at the end of the month. And the outdoor pool may be um, may be even slightly longer than that because because the water table of the of the flood is so high, we can't actually empty the outdoor pool <clears throat> while the water table is so high. No, Otherwise, it wouldn't it be is, draining it off, would it? It would act like a boat. Mm, what we can't afford is it for it to start lifting out of the ground. So no. there are some there are some um, there are some strange things that we're acutely aware of that perhaps the broader audience might not be aware. Um, Suffice to say, we're making every effort to, to do what we can when we can so we can open as, as soon as, as possible. So. David, just getting back to, before I let you go, getting back to the recovery hub at the Senior yeah. Citizen Centre there, when is that open for people? Yeah, so it's open Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday and Fridays from 10 o'clock until 4pm 
Uh, it's, it opened yesterday, and the, the hours on Thursdays are from 12 o'clock until 6 p.m., so just a little bit of flexibility there should people should people um, uh, you know, have work commitments or the like. Um, the basic principle is that, that whatever you can get online, you can get access to via the hub. That's at the Senior Citizens Building in Wellsford Street, Shepparton. Uh, as I said, there was 20 agencies, uh, services, uh, both state government, local agencies who are doing an amazing job. Um, and the, the 1-800 number, which the state government has made available, 1-800-560-760, has a range of services that you can access. But we've essentially got a local version of the same, and, and all, of those inf- all of that information is on Council's website or available if you attend the Recovery Centre. Fantastic. Thanks so much for bringing us up to date, David, and best of luck with the clean-up and everything else. Thanks for your interest, Terry. Nice to talk. Thanks to David Booth, the Manager of Active Living for Greater Shepparton City Council on 1FM Live and Local at 20 past 8. SDP Tax has been your trusted local accounting firm and has been proudly helping people just like you across the Goulburn Valley and beyond for over two decades. Are you happy with your accountant? Are you certain that you are receiving maximum tax deductions? Call SDP Tax on 1300 436 829 and start a conversation today. SDP offer a maximum deduction guarantee. That's right, SDP guarantee that they'll find you the greatest deductions possible with no upfront fee charged. What are you waiting for? Call today. There is no business too small. Call 1300 436 829 or visit www.sdptax.com. 1FM sponsor. A spider's invading your house. Have you found white tails in your bedroom or a red back under the toilet seat? Now is the time of year that lots of spiders hatch and baby spiders become big spiders. At Jason's Pest Control, we are here to help you get a spider-free home. We only use high-quality products that not only kill spiders, but also mozzies, flies, and other insects. We treat inside your roof, inside your house, and everywhere outside, including sheds, fences, clotheslines, and rubbish bins. This year, get your spider treatment done right. Call Jason's Pest Control now, 1-800-599-699. 1FM sponsor. Daryl here from Aussie Ag Supplies. Just a quick message, re-tractor parts for many brands of tractors. Most of you good listeners know the brands of parts we carry. Over the busy times ahead, if you need new or used tractor parts, call Aussie Ag. Our stocks are large, plus glass doors, etc. Our wrecking stock of tractors is growing along with used tractors and machinery. Call Daryl on 0428 235000. I'll repeat that, 0428 235000. Thousand. You what they said on the radio? No, I missed it. Nah, I had to take the dog for a walk. I was at work. I was helping with the sausage sizzle. Catch the latest news updates, listen to podcasts, join us live with the Community Radio Plus app. You what they said on, on the radio? Yeah, I was listening. I was listening in the car. Yeah, I was listening on my phone. On the radio? Yeah, I was listening to it on my smart speakers when I got home. Whatever you're doing, take us with you. Community Radio Plus, your home of community radio. Download from the App Store or Google Play. You've been listening to a 1FM podcast.